Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Let's uh, talk to James Sinkinson. He's president of Fact and Logic about the Middle East. I'm afraid that logic and fact when it comes to the Middle East is uh, somewhat lacking. James, a very, very good morning to you. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. I, I would just say we, we uh, retain the hope that the truth will set us free. And I um, hope so. Let's try to find some of it this morning. Well, yeah, it's, it's actually interesting that you say that is because I really do believe that the time that Israel had, as terrible as that case might have been, that South Africa brought against Israel, it did give Israel three hours to set out and to set the record straight. And uh, it's, it's a privilege that Israel doesn't always enjoy. I certainly don't, don't uh, applaud South Africa for their, their behavior or their actions, but uh, it, it did give Israel that opportunity. Yes, and I think Israel made very good use of that opportunity uh, in defending itself against those spurious charges. Mm, mm. Blinken says that a pathway to a Palestinian state is a necessity for Israeli security. Uh, Let's just talk about that, Uh, what what this means. What does he mean by a pathway? Because certainly the, uh, I would imagine that for for the many of us who are, uh, in theory, supporters of a two-state solution, uh, we are very, very nervous right now about that as a reality, because that really can put Israel at risk and has. Well, there are a couple of questions here, large questions. First is, is the two-state solution the linchpin for Middle East peace? And that's what what uh, the Biden administration and Anthony Blinken have maintained. That that premise was disproved in the last administration when uh, the, the Trump administration was successful in implementing or, or forming the Abraham Accords. So it, it's clear that there are Middle East nations, Arab nations, that are willing to make peace with Israel without a two-state solution. Uh, I also feel that while Blinken uh, represents that the only way that Saudi Arabia will make peace with Israel or join the Abraham Accords is with a two-state solution, I don't believe. I believe that that is Anthony Blinken's uh, requirement, not the requirement of the Saudis. I don't. I think the Saudis are willing to make peace without it. But until we get clear of this war, there's going to be no discussion of Abraham Accords something needs to be resolved in Gaza. Mm. Was it, it towards the beginning of the war there was a lot of talk around the fact that one of the motivations for this war for Hamas attacking was because uh, of the Saudi potential Saudi agreement and it was to scupper it. Uh, is that still the prevailing thought? Well, I don't know about the prevailing thought. I haven't heard much about that since that time. Yes, yes. Um, the, the Hamas has lots of motivations that are more uh, direct and, and affect them at home than the Abraham Accords. Uh, they, have a, they have a job to do with, their, uh, with the Palestinian people, 
to gain their uh, respect and attacking Israel is one of the ways to do that and they certainly did it in in spades so uh, I, I'm not sure that that is truly the reason that for the uh, attack the massacre of 1200 Israeli citizens whether it's come uncomfortable or not the reality is that it's in a terrible war situation often that peace agreements and a way forward are born we might not be there yet uh, is there is there any hope that a peaceful uh, solution or answer will come out of the devastation of this war well um, I believe that there is let's let's take Anthony let's go back to Anthony Blinken for just a moment he proposed he proposes that the Palestinian Authority take over Gaza mm. that I think is a, a complete non-starter the uh, Palestinian Authority objectively is not qualified to take over uh, Gaza. They're not really qualified uh, to lead their own uh, territory and have done a dismal job of that. Uh, secondly, the Palestinian Authority does not support the Jewish state. Mm. So the, these are two reasons why uh, the Palestinian Authority is a bad candidate to rule Gaza later on. They're incompetent uh, first, and secondly, they don't support a Jewish state. I, I think that's a non-starter on two levels. And the pay-to-slay uh, ideology that still exists surely would be a non-starter, and that's where the Palestinian Authority pays families of terrorists for having committed a terror attack on Israel or on Jews. Right. I mean, uh, Israel is in the process of getting rid of an enemy. It doesn't need to invite an existing enemy in to take over. And certainly the pay for slay uh, policy of the Palestinian Authority, uh, again, non-starter. That is not going to happen. Why have we not seen a moderate or uh a a political um, initiative from within these areas with whom a a peaceful solution could be negotiated have they been crushed is it something that israel is doing or has done to uh, prevent it from happening what is the reason for it well i i don't think it's anything i don't think it has to do anything with uh israel uh there is a prevailing philosophy both from the Palestinian Authority and Hamas that uh, Israel is an intruder in in Muslim territory mm. and that uh, this, the land that is the state of Israel is a Muslim endowment to which the, the Muslim people are entitled and there's no way that they will approve uh, Israel's presence in that territory. So I think that is the fundamental reason. And I think it's been very difficult. And of course, both Hamas and uh, the Palestinian Authority in their schools from when children are, are uh, in uh, kindergarten on through their, their entire education are taught that Jews are evil people and that Jews are occupying their territory. 
So you've got an entire societal movement that supports this lie uh, uh, that that Israel has no right uh, to a state in this land. So I think that's a fundamental problem, and it's been very difficult uh, when that's the prevailing notion for a lover of peace or someone who wanted to make peace with Israel to uh, emerge and prevail. So, so the comments that he made about the needing a pathway to a, a two-state solution, what d- was that just window dressing because of his audience? Who was he talking to really, or was that a message back to Israel that he absolutely means? Um, the, the whole idea of apartheid is that what no, you're no, 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 no. When Blinken says that that the the um, sort of the uh, the uh, he made the comment that the pathway to a Palestinian state is a necessity for Israel security and uh, as well as the relation between uh, relationship between Israel and Saudi, for example. Does does Blinken actually mean that, or was he just playing to his audience? Well, he's playing to his audience. Also, this has been a no- notion that has been a, um, a, a sacred idea in the United States State, State Department, and <clears throat> of which Anthony Blinken is a, is a major part, and he is the leader of it. It's also the uh, philosophy of the Biden administration, again, playing to the left wing of the Democratic Party. And they whether they believe it or not this is what they're committed to uh it's hard for us uh uh, who advocate for israel to understand exactly how what they envision for a two-state solution we cannot we can't we can't visualize what that would look like you have an 88 year old president of the palestinian Mm -hmm. authority Uh, with no successor, what does that look like the day after he dies? Even if he, even if he were to uh, agree to a two-state solution, and by the way, the majority, something like 66% of Palestinians in the Judea and Samaria, the West Bank, do not want a two-state solution. So, Blinken's Blinken is pushing a a very big load uphill uh, to in trying to promote a two-state solution. The majority of, Is- of Is- Israelis also oppose a two-state solution. So uh, he, he, that idea may have lots of fans in the United States on the left wing of the Democratic Party and in the State Department, but it's, there's no traction for it among the Palestinian people or Israelis. What about the Arab Israeli parties? Uh, is are, are they are they a potential broker or a potential participant in some form of a way forward? Well, I. If you're talking about a two-state solution, well, whatever it is, what, what, whatever it is, I, you know, you can't ask them to look at a two-state solution because they are uh, they are Israeli citizens, they and have a, a political political party in 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 Knesset. So we can't ask, you know, that's a different story. But could they be some form of active participant uh, in finding a peaceful solution to the conflict? Well. Um 
uh, Lapid, one of one of the mm, uh, mm. prominent uh, politicians in Israel, has recently reaffirmed his commitment to a Palestinian state. So there is a modicum of support for that idea, mm-hmm. but he he did not go so far as to say that he wanted the Palestinian Authority or that how what that would look like. Everybody would like a. a independence for the Palestinian people and I think it's it's wrong to read when you read news reports that say that the right-wing government of Netanyahu doesn't want a two-state solution they like we just cannot visualize what it would be like when you when you don't have a partner in peace the Palestinian Authority certainly does not support a peace with Israel Hamas actively fought uh, Israel uh, very aggressively. It's it's just unrealistic, I think, more than anything. And it's not about what party you're in. I think, uh, sadly, I hear exactly what you are saying. James Sinkinson is the president of Fact and Logic about the Middle East.